Hello everyone, it's Lee the Appraiser for another segment and episode of Amazing Appraising happening almost live from our brand new gallery here located in New York City on 57th Street and Broadway. How's everyone doing tonight? You know, when you were guessing the weather, I remember my father, may rest in peace, Professor Dr. Paul Rosenblum, who was a professor at Columbia University. Um, and one of the great mathematicians of his generation, he actually uh, went to school with uh, Professor Einstein. He uh, used to, my father was a student of, uh, uh, at uh, Stanford. He got his PhD at 19. And when he was taking classes there, uh, he used to carpool with Professor Einstein at, uh, at Stanford. I think it was in the early 1930s, I believe. And um, he told me some crazy stories about uh, Professor Einstein. And um, I remember my father discussing when I asked him about the weather. I said, how is it that the weathermen make so many mistakes about the weather? And I think he told me statistically, if you just predicted the weather tomorrow and you said it would be the same as today, I think he said somewhere you'd be right like 85 to 90% of the time. So um, that's a crazy thought, but I'm sure it's accurate because my father was a genius. Anyhow, so um, we're going to be talking about a couple things, uh, very interesting things this week. We've had a, a number of uh, unusual things that have walked through the door and the people, a uh, number of unusual people that have brought them in as well. So uh, we're going to talk about a number of different things just to get your taste buds uh, wet here, like they say. We have a, a picture of one of the, an, an autographed photo of one of the greatest opera singers of all time. We got a pair of running shoes from one of the greatest athletes in the history of the world. We have a special movie poster from one of the greatest comedians uh, of all time, probably the first great uh, silent movie star of all time, probably from the early 1900s. We have another plaque that was put together, I'm guessing, probably about 19... Uh, um, let me guess here. Probably, I'm, I'm guessing probably the early 2000s, maybe 1995 to 2000. At that time, of all the living uh, baseball pitchers that have accomplished the crazy feat of winning at least 300 Major League Baseball games, those are just going to be a few of the things we're going to be talking about today. Oh, and about I'm wearing here a, a Rolex white gold wristwatch that is extraordinarily rare and beautiful and we are going to be talking about that too. Okay, let's talk about the thing I have. Now by the way, everything we're going to be talking about is available to be uh, viewed on our YouTube channels. That's under, uh, I guess, Amazing Appraising or APR 57 or Lead the Appraiser. Uh, any one of those titles should bring you to us. And uh, we had a gentleman who uh, contacted us, uh, I think in Brooklyn, and he had a whole house full of items. And one of the more interesting items, not necessarily the more valuable, but one of the more interesting items was a pair, and you, again, you go to our YouTube, you'll be able to look at it, a pair of original Nike track and field shoes that were, um, 
I guess they were, I have to check, I don't remember everything off the top of my head, but I'm guessing it was circa early 19, probably 80s or so. And they were given to this very prominent doctor as a gift. Look at these little spikes on the bottom here. Look at this. He uses his weapons to uh, protect, you know, to really protect yourself. I, they're, they're very, very pointy. They weigh nothing, these shoes. They probably weigh, my gosh, a couple ounces each. That's it. And uh, they looks like they're about a size 10, 10 and a half. And if you look closely, Ms. Vick, can you read that? Carl Lewis. And underneath it, you see what it says? It says Olympic trial. And I didn't even actually, couldn't read the Olympic trial. My friend, his name is Jeremy, he was here, and he said, that's Olympic trial. So these are Carl Lewis's sneakers from his Olympic trial. I guess it was in the early 80s. Um, he was one of the greatest athletes of all time. Uh, we're busy here this week, but we were very busy, so I didn't have time to look everything up but he was considered one of the best athletes in history. He, uh, I remember him, I think uh, he, he really participated in several Olympic events. I think it was the, the long jump, uh, a number of races, and uh, he won the, uh, the award as I think the, the greatest um, all around athlete at that time. So these are his original running shoes um, that he wore and signed and gave him a gift to a very close friend of his who was a prominent doctor here in New York City. So um, what we like to see here is we like to see two clear signatures. We like to see what we call uh, a nice original wear on them. And can you believe that from the Olympic trials, uh, these are the original signed shoes. So this is very, very cool. Now one might ask, how do we evaluate these? And uh, we take uh, basically, uh, because that's what people want to know. They first want to know if their things are genuine in our opinion, and then an estimate of the valuation. So, um, you know, these would fall under the category. First, we authenticate them. So we got the original shoes. The signatures is, appear to be correct. Uh, Olympic trials, that is to me the real nail in the coffin that made these original because it's very difficult to write on this type of sort of detailed, uh, whatever you want to call it, nylon material. So, um, you know, this is not something that somebody would typically fake. They certainly wouldn't uh, tape, they wouldn't fake it with the Olympic trials written there because they wouldn't think to do that. Um, they would, you know, if somebody was faking it, what would they write? They would write Olympics mm -hmm. or Olympic, won the Olympic race. So the fact that they lowered the expectations of what this was, even slightly, means that it's probably genuine. That's something to remember. So if somebody says here, these are the trial shoes, not the original, and they're signed like that by him, it's very unlikely somebody would fake that. It's very unlikely somebody would fake his signature to the point where it's extremely difficult to read. So these are all points that I study and look at to help me determine whether they're, and they're also, you know, somewhat used and worn. So again, if somebody wanted to fake this, they'd take a new pair of sneakers, they'd write his name clearly, they wouldn't write Olympic trials, these are all things. So everything is against what somebody would think of when they did this. So therefore, I think they're 110% genuine. Again, they're not terribly valuable, but they are really historic, interesting, uh, signed by and used by one of the greatest athletes of the last hundred years 
um, some say in history, um, and really something very, very cool. So if somebody likes track and field, um, you know, there's only, even though I'm a huge sports fan, there's only a handful of track and field people that I can name you off the top of the head. I can name you a thousand football players, 10,000 baseball players, but there's a handful of track and field, uh, you know, who, who would be comparable to Carl? Well, I guess he, but one of the great t uh, other athletes is um, Chris Jenner. That there's a big controversy going on now with that swimmer, you heard? Swimmer, yes. There's yeah. a swimmer who is ripping up all the record books in women's swimming. Mm -hmm because she or he, I guess, he or she, I don't know, again, I don't know how to you properly, um, but uh, she, um, or that's how she wants to identify with herself now, is racing in all the female races. And, um, you know, a lot of people, uh, Michael Phelps came out against it, a lot of people don't think it's fair. So, you know, I think the, the, the fairest thing should be is if, in fact, they want to race, let them race against other, I guess, transgenders, right? That would be fair, right? So you have mm -hmm. three categories. You have male, female, and uh, transgenders. I think that would be the fair thing to do because it's certainly not fair to all the women that train their whole life now and then have to compete against a man. I mean, that's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, all of a sudden uh, Serena Williams has to play against uh, Djokovic, right? That is not fair. Um, uh, it's not fair that, uh, you know, who, who would be, uh, you know, that what's his name, uh, whoever it is, uh, uh, the one of the great, you know, female base basketball players, they, the, or the basketball team has to play against a group of transgender men, or trans, I guess transgender women, right? That, that would not be fair either, right? I mean, clearly that would not be fair. So I don't understand how they allow it in swimming. But again, that is just my opinion. I, you know, there's a diff difficult issue to, um, but, uh, you know, it's interesting how also you would think maybe, like, the issue of drugs and steroids might mm -hmm. get involved in this because... They're on hormones. They're on hormones. Yeah. So can you, can a, you know, just like officially, a man can't do anything chemically to uh, increase his abilities right in the race or whatever the sport is why should a woman be or another person be allowed to do that and get away with it right so it's more than just you know whatever the sex issue it's it's more of the i mean and additionally there's these uh, illegal growth hormones that are tailor purportedly um i mean that's why all the you know a lot of the baseball players have uh, have been um you know, whatever, had the issue with steroids over the years. So anyhow, so that topic here, we're going to take a very short break, and we'll be right back with more of the show and opinion in just a minute. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices. 
in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee the Appraiser back with more of our show. We were just talking about the original Carl Lewis sneakers that we have. Lee, APR 57, amazing appraising at our brand new APR 57 gallery. We just want to make sure that everyone sticks around. By the way, I hear our uh, friend Mr. Zeb Brenner is having a great show tonight following us at 9 o'clock. Make sure you listen. Make sure you stay tuned. And I think he has some very special guests as well. So we were just talking about Mr. Carl Lewis's sneakers. These are things that have come in over uh, the last few days. Um, we like to about, talk about current things. So um, we just got in here. This very beautiful, uh, again, you can go to our YouTube channel and see all the uh, visuals and the items, photographs of the uh, things we are talking about. This is a men's 18 karat gold Rolex, day date president. It has what's called the very beautiful engraved bark finish throughout the entire bracelet and the bezel. It's got a beautiful original factory what we're going to call black uh, lacquer style dial with diamonds and baguettes on the on the front of this thing. These watches have gone up substantially in value. If you have one, please let us know. Um, you know the retail price today on these watches are upwards of forty thousand dollars or more, and um, we buy them at top dollar. So if you have any, let us know, and we'll be happy to discuss it with you. Um, this came in with a very large collection from a gentleman in Queens who had a number, probably 30 other different Rolexes. So if you have any others to show us, you want to praise or sold or anything of that sort, please, please, please contact us, let us know. Um, this is all solid 18 karat white gold. It's fairly heavy. I would say it weighs probably close to four ounces. So if you have a watch that you want to, is that good? You got a clear picture of that? Uh, seller appraise, please let us know. We're happy to evaluate it for you. Let me just touch on Rolex for a minute here. As again, we know that the market is strong on these things. So there, I don't know if anyone knows or some know. So Patek Philippe wanted to commemorate and honor the fact that Tiffany has been a long time retailer of theirs. So we discussed this in the past. Well, a couple weeks ago, they announced that they were in honor of Tiffany's being sold recently and to give them, quote, a special gift. Patek Philippe decided to make one of their most popular models. It's called the Stainless Steel Nautilus Watch. Um, to remake that for Tiffany's with, uh, typically the watch came with a dark blue dial. So they wanted to do something in honor of Tiffany, so they made it with a very light, uh, sort of a turquoise light blue dial. That turquoise dial watch, they had a retail value of like $70,000, and they sold the first one at a charity auction a few weeks ago, $6 million. And I think uh, rumor has it that Jay-Z bought it, and um, it went to charity, which is a good thing. And, um, wow, that's a lot of money for a $70,000 watch. 
anyhow, so um, they honored, uh, and that was made, it had, was co-branded with Tiffany, so again, we're telling you that if you have any watches, Patek Philippe or other high-end brands, uh, Rolex, of course, uh, Tiffany had, uh, Rolex had stopped making the co-brand with Tiffany probably about at least uh, 25 years ago. So um, if you have any co-branded with Tiffany's name on any brand, actually, we will even buy uh, uh, Balmercier or any other brand that uh, was made for them with their name on it. Um, if you have anything unusual, again, let us know. We're happy to appraise them, buy them, see them, etc., etc. So um, we were talking about the watch. Now we're talking about here somebody came in with this beautiful photograph of Luciano Pavarotti, the world famous opera singer that I think died in, uh, I think about uh, late 2000s, middle to late 2000s. This one here is signed A. Darren, the uh, promotion, the professional um, description of this is that it is personalized and it says uh, Luciano Pavarotti in 2000, I think it was 2004. And um, again, when I look at something like this, to me, I like the personalization. I like the name attached to it. Do you know why, Ms. Vic? Helps you authenticate it. Why? Because it has its own unique story that's difficult to but fake. How, does, how, how would that help me authenticate it? What about it would make it easier for me to say it's genuine? I'm saying strictly about the authentication. So the answer is uh, very similar to the sneakers we had here. Okay, meaning that if you have something on it relating to its authenticity and whatever was done to it, decreases the value slightly for mm -hmm. collectors, that means it increases the likelihood it's authentic. So it's highly unlikely mm -hmm. that somebody who's faking his autograph is going to put somebody else's name on it because some people don't like the name on it. Now, I love the name on it because it helps me to authenticate it better. But the general public and a lot of collectors or a lot of, we'll say, unsophisticated collectors would prefer no name on it. Maybe they want to give it to somebody as a, friend, uh, as a gift, maybe they want to keep it themselves, so they don't want to know that it was proven that it was given to Mr. Darren. But in my opinion, they're wrong, because I think it helps me personally authenticate it, because it's very unlikely that somebody, and if you notice here too, what's unusual about this? When he wrote the name A. Darren, it looks like different script. Well, he printed it. Mm -hmm. So what happened was, Pavarotti, this Mr. Darren came to Luciano and said, Sir, Mr. Tanner, great singer, could you personalize this for me? And the guy says, okay, sure. Who do you want me to make it out to? So Mr. Pavarotti is giving it to him, so he wants to take his time and spell each letter correctly as a courtesy so it'll be spelt right for Mr. Darren. Mm -hmm. So he actually took the time to capitalize and print each letter. And then after that, he wrote his name here beautifully in beautiful script. So that is just something nice that makes me feel 100% comfortable that it is authentic, etc., etc. So I, I love the personalization. I think I'm right. 
I think it's better, I think it makes it more authentic and therefore more valuable and easier to sell, okay? We're gonna take another very, very short break and talk about some other beautiful collectibles in just a second. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-00 this is Lee the Appraiser back for another segment of Amazing Appraising, APR 57, the show about appraising, evaluating your collectibles, your antiques, um, whatever you may have, stamps, coins, gold, silver, jewelry, watches, art, antiques, paintings, furniture, Judaica, sterling silver flatware, rare paintings, rare sculptures, you name it. We buy it, we appraise it, try to stump us, okay? If you have anything of value, you can call or text us or email us, and we'll be happy. Bring it into our gallery, make an appointment. We're happy to look at everything and anything you may have. So we were just talking about today, we were talking about Carl Lewis's, one of the greatest Olympians in the world history, his original running shoes that he used to try and practice for the Olympics he was in in the early or mid-80s. We talked about a Rolex white gold president that was uh, one of a few made with the engraved uh, finish on them with the original black dial. We talked about a beautiful original photograph by Luciano Pavarotti, one of the greatest opera singers uh, ever. By the way, if you guys, if, if you ever, or girls, if you ever uh, have a chance to see. I just love documentaries. So I had seen, um, I think, uh, the documentary. My family just loves to see them. Uh, we saw one on the great singer, which I didn't know anyone anything about. Her name was Marie Callas, who was, I believe, she a, st a crazy story. And she was one of the top opera singers, again, of her generation. I'm guessing it was probably the um, early late 50s, early 60s. And she fell in love, you know, she fell in love with the guy Aristotle Onassis, hmm. who actually, she was about to get married to him, and I think in the story goes, I'm trying to remember, I saw the, I saw the documentary, I guess, about four years ago, five years ago now, and she fell in love with this gentleman Onassis, and then he dumped her for Jackie, Jackie, mm -hmm. Jackie, uh, I think it was, uh, was a uh, Bovier or something like it was French. Mm. Bovier. Um, we actually had, I bought a number of years ago, I had a, a wild guy who would find the, I should give him a call. Um, and he uh, came across some of the craziest things. And he uh, bought this like locker estate of all this Kennedy, like artifacts and memorabilia. And in there was 
Jackie O's original birth certificate, and we, we I sold that to uh, one of the uh, Bronfmans, I think Edward Bronfman's son, one of the major Bronfmans from the Seagram family, bought that for me at a ridiculously low price. I, I gave it away to him. Why, I'm not sure, but I did. Um, her original birth certificate. That was crazy. Um, so we were talking about Jackie O. We were oh, so Pavarotti. So what I was just saying is, one of the things that I think are uh, one of the great movies are documentaries on these type of people. So I did Pavarotti had a great uh, documentary about him. Also, probably saw it about six years ago. Um, I so I just love those uh, independent uh, documentaries. That was a great. Uh, Anyhow, um, so what do we have next? Uh, somebody came in with this. This is an original. We're going to call this like advertising card, movie card, for a movie, uh, Charlie Chaplin in the Circus. It was in May 15th. It was probably done again. I was quite busy this week, so I didn't have time to remember everything, but I think this movie was circa about like 1920s maybe. And um, this this is a lobby card or a, an advertisement card for the movie uh, with Charlie Chaplin in a theater called the Central Cedarhurst Movie Theater. And this movie theater was, um, I think up until about uh, 30 years ago, it was still in business. Crazy, right? It was in business for uh, like close to 100 years. And um, so it's very cool. So not only is this something or memorabilia about the great Charlie Chaplin, it was um, something interesting about this movie theater that no longer exists. What I find what interesting about this is this one card is advertising three movies. Sure. And they're basically telling you here, I mean, you don't see that anymore. You don't see Star Wars or Spider-Man in the theater till uh, Monday. And then on Wednesday, we have another movie of uh, Florence Vidar, Woman in Women Against the World. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of women who would want to star in that one. And then the following two days after that, Friday, May 17th, William Boyd in The Skyscraper. So I think that's certainly striking that you have three movies playing in this theater. We're not talking about a multiplex. We're talking about advertising them in the same week. Each one has a run of, wow. This was only showing for one day, mm -hmm. and this is showing for one day. Charlie Chaplin got the whole weekend. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, you know, imagine that. You don't see the movie you miss in it. one day. That's it. Wow. Talk about being a hit. Like, you know, it's crazy. Doesn't really make a lot of sense, but I, wow. So I guess uh, things were different then, right? <laughs> really, that's very unusual. It, um, Charlie Chaplin was the biggest, really, movie star of that time. So that's uh, very cool. Anyhow, so it's an original. You see, it's you can see it's aged. You can see it's about a hundred years old. So this is a very cool piece. Anybody that has anything unusual about movies, about theaters, about stars, anything like that, any type of memorabilia, we would love to talk to you about that, okay? Okay, so uh, we are going to take another short break and we'll be right back after this very, very brief message.
Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee the Appraiser back for more of Amazing Appraising at the APR 57 Brand New Gallery. We were talking about all the collectibles, appraisals of valuables, whatever you may have. We talked about Carl Lewis's original Olympic trial running shoes. We talk about a photograph of Luciano Pavarotti, one of the greatest opera singers of our time. We're talking about a white gold Rolex president. Uh, we talked about a poster from the Central Cedarhurst Movie Theater on, um, what's that street there in Cedarhurst? Uh, wow. I, uh, I forgot right now, but that there's a main street over there that, um, that the theater was on that closed, I guess, about 30 years ago. And this one, this uh, poster commemorated the um, uh, Charlie Chaplin's, one of his early pictures. Now next we're gonna be talking about here, we have a framed platform uh, of, so it's eight original Major League Baseballs signed by uh, eight pitchers the, uh, all the pitchers that were living at that time that had reached the accomplishment of pitching and winning 300 games at least. So let me give you the names here. Uh, we got Warren Spahn, we got Nolan Ryan, we got Don Sutton, we have Phil Necro, we have Gaylord Perry, we have Tom Seaver, Early Wynn, and Steve Carlton. Now what's cool about this is there's certainly a number of other pitchers that have that accomplishment that are living today. But when this was signed around the year 2000, these were the only ones that had reached that goal and that were still alive at that time. So um, we're gonna give a special bonus, we'll give a special gift to anyone that can tell us the players that uh, had this been done today that are that made that club since the year since this was done. So since the year of 2000, I think there's another uh, at least four players that have made this club that are not here. So if you can guess that, you can text us or email us or call us and give us the answer, and we will give you a very special discount to any uh, watch that is purchased here and um, we'll also give you a uh, free gift, okay? So why don't you think about that, see who else, and you can go to our YouTube thing and just, uh, if you, you, know, you wanna verify 
uh, who the who the guys are or who the, are on this plaque. I'll do it one more time. Warren Spahn, Nolan Ryan, Don Sutton, Phil Negro, Gaylord Perry, Tom Seaver, Early Wynn, and Steve Carlton. There's at least several, I think between four and six players that, um, at least four, that are, would have been on this uh, list had they, this been done uh, in today's times as opposed to about 20 years ago. Interesting enough, who, how many people on this list are no longer alive? So I think we have, uh, I think unfortunately, I think Warren Spahn, I have to double check, but I think Warren Spahn may have passed. Don Sutton died at a young age. Um, and uh, early when I believe may have passed. And of course, unfortunately, Tom Seaver passed a few years ago. Um, so that's just a, it seems like, well, you know, it seems like all these guys now, I don't know why, I guess I'm getting older, but it seems like a lot of these great athletes have passed away and a lot of people passed away this last couple of years. They just said last week, uh, Meatloaf passed, uh, the famous singer. Um, Bob Saget. So they're, they're doing autopsies on him. It, it turns out, you know why he died? They did say that he was sick with COVID for a month prior to, or a couple weeks prior to his, uh, his passing. So hmm. that is, um, wouldn't yeah. be shocking if it's somehow COVID related. Uh, I think uh, Meatloaf did die also of COVID complications. Um, uh, there was a famous uh, football player, everyone in New York here, who was a little older. Uh, the New York Jets lost one of their greatest receivers ever. His name is Don Maynard, uh, who was uh, from their 69 uh, World Championship team. Uh, he was their great receiver who passed uh, also a couple weeks ago. Um, so, uh, what's his name? The the coach on the uh, uh, he was on the Denver Broncos and the Giants. Uh, Dan Reeves passed also a couple weeks ago. Um, well, it seems like a lot of uh, I don't know. It just seems like more people recently have been passing, unfortunately. Um, and it's come, you know, Betty White, of course, but she, she lived to the grand old age of around, close to a hundred. Um, but a lot of younger and uh, middle-aged people, which is scary, um, that we have to digest this. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, so uh, we're gonna take another short break and we'll be right back. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even been broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-00 uh, this is Lee the Appraiser back for more interesting items, amazing appraising. 
APR 57 Gallery here to educate, entertain, um, teach, uh, discuss uh, all types of appraising, collectibles, etc. So here's another uh, drawing of Elvis Presley by the world-known artist. His name was Al Hirschfield, uh, one of the most unique uh, artists of his generation. He would use a special type of uh, like quill pen to draw these figures. He would uh, accentuate, accentuate their characteristics um, and very unusual and uh, he started at the young age I think of like 15 years old at 17 he was head of his uh, working for one of the major agencies uh, drawing these things so this we have a print a lithograph of um, Elvis Presley of course the originals are worth much more this is uh, the first edition this is if you look in the lower left you'll see the number 150 is the series that means he he printed 150 of these he hand uh, numbered them number 50 or 150 which is a really cool number and he uh, uh, drew it in pencil here at Hirschfeld and these um, sold in the gallery for anywhere from probably three to eight thousand dollars um, of course this one sold out and uh, we have a, um, a couple other ones in stock of uh, various other uh, celebrities and entertainers. Um, but this is a beautiful piece of Elvis. Um, again, if you have any of his Hirschfeld pieces that you want to sell, either all originals or original limited editions, we'd love to see them and appraise them. A lot of people have gotten these, they bought them or have gotten them as gifts over the years. Um, we'd love to see them. Again, if you want to see and learn more about what we're talking about, you can go to our YouTube channel under Amazing Appraising, uh, APR 57, or Lee the Appraiser, and you'll see, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Um, and we'd love to uh, answer any questions you have. You can call or text us, and we'll be happy to do that. So this is a beautiful piece. Um, he was represented, I think her name was Margot Fagan, I think she was his uh, dealer up here on Madison Avenue and she was his exclusive seller and promoter of all his work. Really one of the more unique artists there is, or was. Uh, what we have here is, this is a beautiful original vintage photograph and letter um, written by one of the greatest uh, well, she was considered one of the greatest, what they call sex symbols of all time. Her name was Jean Harlow. She only lived, I think, till the age of 26. She was born in 1911 and passed in 1937. Um, and she died of, uh, uh, I guess, some sort of illness or poisoning uh, during the film of Saratoga. And this is a letter of which she agrees to um, play in the Ambassador Theater for one week. And she was, uh, I guess, they agreed to pay her $2,000. Wow. That's crazy. $2,000 in 1932. That's almost 100 years ago. That was a heck of a lot of money at that time. You know? Crazy, right? So she was, uh, she only lived it for a very, very short time. Um, so this is an original letter from her. It's a beautiful, clean, beautiful signature. Uh, this here means that Jean Harlow, she dictated to her assistant who uh, had the initials of S-L-G, who she typed it up. 
and he, she was writing to a Mr. Reeves of the Ambassador Theater. So uh, everything here screams that it was authentic. Interestingly enough, she typed her name in red, uh, which is very, very cool. So um, she was like the Marilyn Monroe of her generation. So again, this is a very beautiful, rare, collectible piece. If you have anything by her or any other prominent actors or actresses, uh, the older the better, the more unique the better, the more um, in demand the better. Uh, we'd love to see them and uh, evaluate and appraise them for you. So please call, text, or uh, make an appointment to come into our gallery in person. Again, we're open six days a week, every day but Saturday. We love to see these things on a regular basis. So if you have any of them, please bring it in and we'll be happy to appraise and evaluate it for you. Um, next we have something which is interesting. This is a Disney cell. It's actually from the, uh, the I think this is from the um, Warner Brothers collection. So um, this is called Fritz Freeland, and this is of, it's called The Big Sneeze. Uh, Nighty Night Bugs, one of the more popular uh, cartoons that they had. So as you can see, this is a cell. This is an individual cell that was used to do the cartoon. And um, they, the way they took this was they took the... So the story goes like this, that uh, Disney, I think in the late 80s, um, found a huge inventory of all their cartoon cells from the uh, like 30s, 40s, and 50s, okay? And they found like a stash, like huge, in some of their warehouses. So they wanted to see how they could monetize and make a lot of money selling them. So this might be a little before your time, Ms. Vic, but um, I guess probably in the late 80s, early 90s, Disney decided to uh, start to sell the cells, and then what they did was to the point where they actually took a lot of the original cells mm -hmm. and made copies of them. Okay? And they opened up stores, retail Disney stores all around the country, because it cost them virtually nothing to make. So they could sell something for $500, $1,000, $2,000. That cost them nothing. It was just a copy of making them five bucks. They put it in a nice room, and they had, and they were doing this, and they sort of exploited the market, where instead of you know selling an original piece that was rare, they sold all these reproductions. Um, so you know, there's still a market for them, but you have to be careful. You don't want to buy something that they made unlimited pieces. I mean, if you're looking to buy something nice decorative for your wall for a couple hundred bucks, no problem. But you don't want to buy, you don't want to spend a lot of money for something that they made commercially in large quantities for these stores that doesn't really have any collectible or resale value and pay a lot of money for them. That's the key. I mean, well, you know, you know what you have, you know what they're selling you, you know what it's worth, fine. But just remember, you don't want to invest a lot in, now the original cells are worth a lot of money, but you have to be careful, making sure that they're original first editions, et cetera, et cetera. Those are the cells that they actually made the cartoons for, or with. Okay, the way they made the cartoons is the artist 
would do it. He typically would have a couple other maybe assistants who would draw similar images with a slight variance, and then they, you know, did it on the speed thing uh, on the projector, and it would have a slight movement, and that's how they made cartoons. They had to make, you know, whatever it was. I don't know how many, uh, 5,000 images to make a short cartoon. So there was a tremendous amount of work involved. So um, again, this says here, limited edition. Uh, on the back here, it, they made uh, this particular one. This is called, um, so of this particular one, they only made, they made 750, and this is number 528. All right, so, I mean, this retails, my guess will probably retails about 500 bucks. Okay, very pretty. Again, you can put it on your wall, hang it, but, um, you know, you don't want to invest a fortune in these unless they're really legitimate first editions. But that's a very cool story. So we have a number of these hanging around all over the, uh, the office here, um, the gallery. Um, again, if you have any that you want to sell, uh, we buy them in any quantity, any condition, based on what they are. So if you have any, let us know. We'll be happy to evaluate, appraise. Uh, if you want to get gifts for somebody, let us know. We probably have a nice one in stock that we can sell you at a reasonable price. Okay, we're going to take another short break and we'll be right back. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000, 212-246-2000, or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Okay, everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser back again for a, another segment of Amazing Appraising. We have a really a great show today. We covered a lot of different subjects, a lot of different uh, items and topics. And uh, so we are going to talk about another quick thing that we got in here recently. This is an original lithograph signed by the great, uh, again, by the way, everything we're talking about, you can go to our YouTube channel, Amazing Appraising. Our gallery, APR 57, Lead the Appraiser, uh, all those titles should bring you to our uh, videos and YouTubes and you'll be able to see exactly the items we're talking about and uh, you'll be able to appreciate what you're hearing. You'll be able to see it as well. So what we have here, we're going to be talking about just for a couple minutes, an original, uh, this is an original lithograph on paper by the prolific uh, painter and uh, muralist Thomas Hart Benton. So even if you're not an expert in art, a lot of people have heard about him. Uh, this was done, let's see, I think it was dated, uh, it was called Island Hay in 1945. Uh, Mr. Uh, Benton lived from 1889 to 1975. Uh, he was along with Grant Wood and John Stuart Curry. He was the forefront of the um, 
the uh, art movement from that period, the fluid art uh, sculpture, sculpted uh, figures in his paintings showed everyday people and scenes of life in the United States. His work strongly associated with the Midwestern United States, the region in which he was born and which he was called home for most of his life. He also studied in Paris and lived in New York City for more than 20 years and painted scores of works there, uh, summered for over 15 years on Martha's Vineyard off the New England coast and painted scenes of the American South and West. So this is just a very, very beautiful, um, talented, intricate, drawing of uh, two men. It looks like they were, what are they doing there? Cutting hay or something or cutting? It's hard to see exactly. One has a, a staff or something like that. Um, yeah, I guess what, what's it called? Island hay, right? So uh, very, very cool. Very cool figures. Um, beautifully done. And it is actually uh, signed by him in the lower right in pencil which is very cool, but I mean, uh, uh, he is considered one of the most in-demand painters, American painters and, and uh, muralists that we have. Um, so again, if you have anything by any, uh, by any well-known artists um, that you wish to have appraised or sold, we are probably the most interested party you will find. We will appraise it and buy it outright at any reasonable price. So please bring it in show it to us. Uh, we'd love to discuss any art or collections with you. Um, so if you're interested, please, please let us know. If you have anything that wishes or any questions you have about any possible valuables, estates that need appraising, that's one of our specialties. Uh, we buy and appraise all types of estates. So if you're an attorney that needs some help having an estate appraisal or having anything for any of your clients, um, whether they wish to dispose of it, you need it for insurance or tax purposes or estate purposes, contact us. We'll be happy to, um, you know, advise you and give you the proper evaluations and appraisals that you or your clients may require. So anyone should have that, please let us know. Um, and uh, again, any category of collectibles, fine art, lithographs, prints, um, drawings, sculptures, uh, coins, fine watches, jewelry, art, paintings, um, anything, uh, we, I think we thought, anything by Tiffany's, uh, signed by Tiffany's, Tiffany lamps, we have a number of those and stuff, we bought a couple of those over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Tiffany glasses, glassware, um, we also buy, although we don't, you know, they're not worth a lot of, but if you have a big collection of uh, Hummels or Limoges or Laliques, we're happy to look at that and appraise that as well. So if you should have anything of uh, uh, French furniture, uh, antique rugs, Persian rugs, um, anything, uh, folk art, anything that may have value, Weather vanes, we like that. Advertising, uh, old advertising memorabilia, old advertising pieces, anything related to Coca-Cola from, uh, you know, prior, before 1970. Uh, let us know, we're happy to appraise them, evaluate them and give you a beautiful uh, appraisal and high cash offer. So um, that's the story. We're gonna take another break and we're gonna be right back after this brief message. 
Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Hey everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser back for another segment of Amazing Appraising. We are going to be talking about some watches, so hence we are going to be calling this segment Watch Talk. We actually uh, have sold some watches that actually talk over the last number of years. Primarily, they were sold to people, unfortunately, who don't have vision. They were called Braille watches up until recently. And the way they worked originally was, and these went back to mechanical watches from the 1940s, is that you would push a button on the side of the case, the case would pop open, and then you'd be the hands would be there, and the dial, uh, you'd be able to touch the dial, and the dial would have the numbers where you can feel the numbers, whether it's, you know, one, two, one button, two button, three, you know, three three little buttons, uh, whatever you want to call them, circles. So a, perf- a person that was unfortunately blind but could feel properly and had good sense in her fingers would be able to tell where the buttons were, where the hands were, the hands in relation to the buttons, and would say it's a quarter to five. Pretty cool. So anyhow, with technology now, they have made watches that actually talk. So simply, you could just push a button, and it will say the time right now is 5.45. So that's pretty cool. Anyhow, so Rolex has a lot of unusual features. Their watches are the most collectible, with Patek Philippe, the two most collectible brands in the world. Uh, one reason is because they had all these innovations of being the first, the first, the first, and doing waterproof, automatic, mechanical, oyster. Uh, their watches were known to be overall extremely durable. They would come up with all these innovations, and you would pay a lot of money for them, but... As it turns out, collectors would pay even more money for them. In fact, their strategy today is instead of raising prices, they raise demand, which through raising the demand raises prices. A little, little unusual. That's how they operate. So if they have a watch, the retail price is $12,000, they will price it at 12000 retail. Typically, the dealer will make as much as a 40% markup as being a Rolex dealer selling their product. So it might cost them, say, seven grand. They're selling it for 12. But what they do is they only give the Rolex retailers a couple pieces a month of this particular model. There's other watches, of course, that are not as popular that they give them more. But as a general rule, they'll only give them a very, very limited supply. So these watches tend to wholesale. That means my dealer cost could be as much as close to the full retail, maybe a 10% discount, maybe the full retail price. But we typically have all the watches available to us immediately if one wants them, which is completely different than the Rolex stores because they're limited by what Rolex supplies them or we can get them from outside markets and sell them at wholesale or our cost. So we're able to supply them considerably faster and more readily than one that would get them directly from the store. 
Okay, everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser thanking our entire audience for listening to the show. Um, we hope you found it a little educational, entertaining, um, I don't know, controversial, I hope not, but whatever. If you uh, have any comments, please call, write, or text us. Um, we'll be happy to hear from you. And we want everyone to stay tuned. Uh, the wonderful Zeb Brenner is going to be following us. I hear he has a great show tonight, so you do not want to miss it. Till next week, uh, we look forward to uh, wishing all our audience members a great week, healthy, happy, and prosperous. Take care. Good night.